At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. All right, this week is the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines, and I spent, I spent 35 years, I think it was, coaching touring pros and helping them prepare for majors. So I thought what I'd do today is talk about preparing for major championships. Now, there's a couple schools of thought. One school of thought is that you play the week before and you kind of play yourself into, you know, condition or play yourself into form so that you're ready to play in the major championship. Now, this was not the way that uh, most players that I work with in my career did it. Certainly not the way that Tiger did it. Certainly not the way that Jack Nicholas did it. Um, they would generally take the week off before the tournament. The only exception to that when I Work with Tiger for six years was when they switched the date of the PGA Championship. And it just so happened that it was one week after the World Golf Championship event, which was at Firestone. And Tiger loved playing at Firestone because he always won at Firestone. And so that was the only exception. That was like the only time that he played the week before. And uh, all the other times, it was one week of practice. Now, some players like to play. Uh, Mickelson likes to play typically, although he didn't play, uh, at, at Congaree. You know, I, I think a lot of people didn't play at Congaree because I don't think people knew what Congaree was. They'd never played there before. They didn't know the course, um, you know, different kind of grass, Bermuda grass golf course, totally different than what they're going to have at, at, uh, Torrey Pines, you know, so it, th- there wasn't much of a field there. I, I mean, Really, when I was looking through it, I'm like, whoa, man, this thing, this looks like a, a, 
you know, a, a mini tour event. I mean, this was like, like terrible. What, what a field. Of course, you know, the whole emphasis on the PGA tour is to try to get playing opportunities. But I mean, I was looking through and, and seeing like how many top players played. Of course, Dustin Johnson played, uh, Kepka, he played, missed the cut. You know, Dustin Johnson's number one in the world, Kepka's eighth. Then I looked at, at, uh, you know, the next one was, uh, Terrell Hatton. And then Tommy Fleet, Terry Hatton's 11th in the world. Tom, Tommy Fleetwood, 32nd in the world. Whoa, man, 32nd in the world. Has he fallen off the map? I mean, it wasn't long ago. He was number, he was like 10th or something. Um, other than that, I don't even know who the next highest ranked player was. I don't know who it would be, like Kevin Kisner or something. He missed a cut too. But I mean, it just, there's a nothing field. But Dustin Johnson. I mean, he had uh, no top tens in his last seven starts going into Congaree. Uh, I mean, his last top ten was was a tied for eighth at Genesis. So I could see him, you know, wanting to play, try to get into some kind of form. Uh, he's from South Carolina. It's in South Carolina, you know. I mean, uh, you know that 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 kind of made sense, and he likes to play. But I always thought, you know, that the the thing was about uh, preparing for a major. If you go and you play the week before and, you know, if you miss the cut, okay, that, you know, that wouldn't be like the worst thing, I wouldn't think, because you'd still have Saturday and Sunday to practice. And you'd probably practice because you were planning on playing anyway. So you'd practice on Saturday and Sunday. And it would give you and your coach, whoever your coach was, it'd give you an opportunity to uh, figure things out, try to, you know, start hitting the ball better, start swinging better, start get your confidence built up. And it's just a lot easier to build up your confidence during practice. I mean, it, 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 it just is. I mean, there's no, you know, there's, there's no pressure. It's, uh, you know, you got a coach there with you. You're hitting a lot of balls, one right after another. You can kind of get something going. Matter of fact, I mean, in all the years that I coached touring pros, I never felt like I ever coached anybody that before a major championship didn't have, you know, something going. I mean, I really, honestly, I mean, I didn't feel like there was ever a situation where I was helping somebody where I thought, oh boy, we're going to this major championship and this guy's got no chance. I mean, all the years with Mark O'Meara, uh, all the years with Tiger Woods, I mean, I thought, you know, these guys, you know, they're, they're looking good going into the major. I mean, they got a they got a realistic chance at the, you know, at the, this upcoming major. So I, I just feel like like you know you're going to gain confidence from practicing. You may or may not gain confidence from playing. And I I, I kind of always thought that the 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 best way was probably the Jack Nicklaus way. I mean, you know, there's a reason why Jack Nicklaus and Tiger Woods both like to play before majors and why they've you know won the most majors. I mean, that's just the, the fact. I mean, I, you know, I, I always tell people, I say, you want to be successful at something? Find somebody that's successful and do what they do. It's a very, very simple concept. It works every single time, and it's called role modeling. Yeah. Find somebody that's successful at something. Do what they do. You'll get the same results they get. That doesn't mean you're going to win major championships, but I would say uh, – you know, follow what Nicholas did. Follow what what Tiger did. But I mean, anyway, some people have their own their own opinions. They, they want to do different things. A lot of times, the European players, when they come to the United States, they want to play the week before. 
That way they're not just showing up and they're acclimated to the whole, you know, time change and the, you know, everything, uh, you know, and, and, you know, that makes sense to a, a, a certain extent. That's why through the years you've seen a lot of the European players, like when they come over for the Masters or the, you know, PGA or whatever, they'd play the week before. I mean, that was pretty uh, customary. Um, you, you know, you, you didn't see it you know, this much last week at uh, Congaree for, for whatever reason, but, um, you know, that, that that was a way that, that guys would, would prepare. I mean, it, when, it, when it goes the other way, though, uh, you would see some guys that would do it also, you know, when they went to the Open Championship. So they go over like like uh, through the years, there was always a Scottish uh, – the Scottish Open was typically the week before the Open Championship. And there was players that would go over there and play the Scottish Open. But usually the, it was the same guys that played the week before – in the United States, like like Phil Mickelson, you know, co- comes to mind. And Ricky Fowler would do that. I mean, you know, they they would play in the Scottish Open and kind of prepare that way. But most of the players like to practice the the, the week before. So, um, you know, I I, I think that's uh, you know pretty typical. I mean, Kepka, uh, you know, I mean, I, I I'm not sure why he would would have played last week other than you know just. Uh, Wants to get something going. I, you know, I don't think him playing last week, missing the cut or whatever. I don't think that's going to bother him. I mean, he, you know, nothing seems to bother him. I mean, this guy, he, he, one thing he's not short on is uh, he's not short on confidence. Uh, Dustin Johnson, I don't think anything bothers him. I mean, he's pretty oblivious, oblivious to everything. I mean, I don't think he's like thinking, hey, I missed, you know, uh, you know, it, well, he didn't miss the cut, but I mean, he, he played okay. But I mean, it's just like, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking, you know. Well, I mean, he played better than okay, but but the, you know the 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 fact is 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 that he he's not you know if he if he happened to have played bad, it wouldn't affect him. I mean, he doesn't you know he did nothing nothing bothers the guy. I mean, he just like hey you know next week's next week I'll do better. I'll, I mean, I'll, and he'll pick out everything he did good, and he'll tell you he did good, and and Kepka's going to do always the same thing. Kepka's going to you know he missed the cut last week. He tells you how he, you know he just it's just his concentration. He doesn't concentrate. Good on regular tour events, but you know when it comes to a major, you know he's right there from the start, and it's just his way of of uh, talking himself into to being c- confident after you know, coming off you know two days when he didn't didn't really play good. So that's uh, that, that's that's kind of what what that looks like. All right, let, let me I'm, I'm going to go into talking about uh, what a, a practice uh, week would look like you know, be, be, before the 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 major and kind of what that in, would entail. Um, and you know, it, it, I've got a lot of experience with, with doing that. So, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, you know, might be interesting. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go through that when we come back. One thing that'll be interesting is if you want to get better golf, get my instructional videos at HaneyUniversity.com. Uh, go there and check them out. Uh, you, you can, you can just sign up. It's free. So I just put your email address in and you'll start getting my uh, instructional videos on a, on a daily basis. And they're going to help you play uh, the best golf of your life. I mean, that's uh, that's what I'm hoping is going to happen. And that's what I think is going to happen. So uh, HaneyUniversity.com. Go there and check it out. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary in indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Well, the two main players that I would help prepare for major championships, you know, in my coaching career would have been uh, Mark O'Meara, who who was my student for, you know, like 25 or 30 years, and Tiger Woods. And, and, you know, even though when I helped Mark, I helped, you know, a lot of other players on the PGA Tour, uh, Mark was the one that I always concentrated on. I mean, he was my, you know, he was my guy. I mean, you know, without Mark O'Meara, nobody even know who Hank Haney was. So Mark was my guy. He was the one that I would focus in on. He was the one that I wanted to, you know, help, you know, get over the, the uh, you know, finish line with the major championship. And, you know, they, you know, he, he was the top priority. I mean, that was, and then when I started helping Tiger, I mean, that, you know, that became the top priority. Mark was farther on in his career and had already won his majors. And, you know, then Tiger was like a, you know, like a, a, a full-time job. And, and he was the only one that I taught. When I taught Tiger, he was the only one that I taught. So all my focus was, was with, uh, with him. You know, Mark and Tiger would, both do similar things when it came to preparing for major champs. Of course, Mark was like the hardest practicer of anybody I've ever, ever uh, you know, worked with and coached. I mean, you know, when I think about the hard, hard practicers on the PGA Tour, I mean, there were times when Tiger really practiced hard. Uh, but, you know, he talked about it more than he did it. And, it, it, and I'm just saying, uh, I, I feel like in my mind, uh, from watching, you know, and I, I never saw him like in weeks off, but watching that tour events, uh, I don't think anybody worked harder than VJ Singh. And then from my experience helping over 200 touring pros, nobody worked harder than Marco Mira. 
I mean, they, they just didn't. Now, Tiger Tiger would practice hard, and if you add in all the gym time, which a lot of time I thought, you know, I was thinking this is pretty excessive, all this gym time. But if you add in the, you know, workouts and the this and the that, okay, yeah, then, then you know, add that time to it, and it was, you know, pretty, you know, very, very substantial. But, but Tiger would practice really hard the week before a major, and usually it would start with – like me going down to uh, Orlando to uh, work with Tiger, and you know, I, I would I would probably get there, uh, you know, and, and a lot. Of, sometimes he would Tiger would take off like two weeks before a major. You know, sometimes it was one week before a major, uh, and, but usually it was two weeks before the major. So I would get down there maybe like you know the the Saturday. Or uh, the Sunday before uh, the the you know the, the whole week prior to the to the major championship, and then it would be just like full grind every day, uh, you know, no days off, um, you know, morning till you know till till night. I mean, uh, you know, he would get up. I I, I coined these uh, Tiger days. I mean, he'd get up at. You know, he got up early. He didn't sleep much. He slept maybe four hours a night. So he'd get up at like, you know, five or six in the morning. He'd be at the gym and then, you know, a couple hours of workout and then back for, for breakfast. And then we'd be on the practice tee by, you know, 8 30, 9 o'clock in the morning. And he would start off every time we went to the practice tee, he would start off with some kind of short game practice. And, you know, usually he would start off with pitching the ball. I mean, that's, you know, he hit, he hit short pitches, which I always like because because a, a, a short pitch, in, in my opinion, you're working on the beginning of your full swing. So when you're hitting a short pitch, you're working on the beginning of your full swing. It's not a, you know, people are, people are like, how do you hit this shot? Or, you know, um, you know, what's wrong with my swing? I mean, the same thing that's wrong with your swing is what's wrong with your pitching game. You, you know, the, the pitch swing is the beginning of your of your full swing. If you got a problem with your your pitching game, you got a problem with the beginning of your of your golf swing. And so I liked I liked when he would would uh, you know start off that way, and that was typically what he would do. It would and then it would go from the pitching uh, to and it, it didn't usually mix sand shots in there. It would just go from pitching to the the uh, the, the full swing. And then you know he'd he'd, he'd hit balls, uh, you know maybe there was there was there was putting in there somewhere in the in the in the morning for for a little while just kind of would depend how he was was feeling, but uh, you know usually it went from pitching to hitting hitting balls, and the hitting balls was always the same. Start off with a, a sand wedge, uh, short iron, uh, middle iron. Uh, changing changing targets on the on the the driving range when he's hitting, uh, and then you know longer clubs, you know uh, you know longer club, and then you know eventually drivers, and then maybe working on some specific shots like if we was getting ready to play at the Open Championship or we're getting ready to go overseas next week. For that, he knew there's a really distinct possibility it could be windy, uh, and you got to keep the ball down. So he'd practice all those stinger shots. If he was going to play Augusta, he'd put an emphasis on uh, practicing some draws, so that you know he, he could 
could, could play the second hole and the 13th hole and the ninth hole. And, you know, you just got, you get so many holes at a 10th hole that you got to hit it draws on. So you'd practice those shots, practice hitting it high, uh, you know, certain shots that you might have that are point of emphasis on, on certain golf courses. And generally speaking, like either he knew the courses really well or, you know, like a month or so before the tournament, uh, he would have gone, and, and and oftentimes I went with him. He would have, he would have gone to kind of scout out the golf course that he was going to play, just to get a feel for it, uh, know the course better, and also know what kind of shots that you know might come into play on that golf course. But it would be uh, hit balls in the in, in the morning after the pitch shots, hit balls, and then go play. And it would, you know, and, and I was always paying attention on the golf course to the shots that uh, he was hitting. Of course, I wanted him to hit every single shot good, but I was really paying attention to the shots that were going to be necessary for playing uh, the golf course that they were going to play. And, you know, if it's a U.S. Open, then, you know, you, you got an emphasis on driving the ball straight. If it's, uh, you know, at Augusta, you get emphasis on, you know, the, the shape and the shots. Like you need to shape it to play the golf course and 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 so on and so forth. But but uh you know, nine holes, then that would take you up to lunchtime. And then, you know, it, it would be this same thing again, you know, back either either back to the range or play nine more holes and then back to the range. But there was a you know, a second range session in there somewhere, and then it would be uh work on some short game. And then, generally speaking, it would be end the day with with putting. Now, you know, with with Marco Mira, it wasn't maybe necessarily the exact same routine, but everything would be mixed in there. I mean, there'd be putting, there'd be chipping, there'd be playing, and uh, you know, it would just be like full grind uh, every day uh, the week before a tournament. I mean, they never they never felt like they had the luxury you know, to take a day off. I mean, it just, it just didn't, didn't happen. I mean, that, you know, it was a day off cause they weren't, weren't under pressure. You know, it, it's different playing in tournaments than it is practicing. And they would just keep practicing and practicing and practicing and practicing. And, uh, you know, it'd be, it, it like, you know, by, by the time the, uh, th- that week always went, went pretty fast, but by the time you got to the end of the week, you know, you're like, Ooh, man, um, you know that was a that was a good good week of practice, and I and I always felt, I always felt really confident with the players that I was uh, helping. I mean, I always felt like you know what they're ready to go, they're ready to to go there. And and by the end of the week, I had it in my mind, you know where their swing was, um, you know what the hot points might be for me to look out for in in terms of something that could go wrong. You know, because I was always thinking ahead. I was thinking, okay, well, you know, this is the sh- this is the shot that has me concerned, or you know, the inability to hit this shot has me concerned, or you know, I'm totally confident in this shot, uh, you know, a high ball, but I'm not as confident in the low ball. So we got a few things we got to work on on that, and just keep working on it, and we'll be there, you know, by the the time the time that the tournament starts. What what used to happen? Uh, with most of the players is, is they would go to the tournament site and the first day for the practice round would be uh, Monday. And what, what changed somewhere along the line, uh, and, you know, Tiger, I think had a lot to do with this. And it's the way that, that, that he, he got to doing it is he would start going to the tournament 
and it and getting there on uh, Sunday. So it would either fly in on Sunday or fly in on Saturday night, and then play a practice round at the tournament site on Sunday because he liked to take off on Wednesday. I mean, he got where he didn't want to practice on Wednesday. He didn't want to, he don't want to play a practice round on Wednesday at a major championship. He would, that would be a, more of a rest day. So what, what he would do is he'd, he'd play a practice round on Sunday and then Monday, Tuesday, and then take uh, Wednesday, Wednesday off. And, uh, you know, that was a, pretty much the routine at a, at a major championship. Now, Wednesday, he, he wouldn't take it totally off. He'd hit balls on Wednesday. And what he would do is uh, he, would, he would hit balls on Wednesday at whatever time he was going to go to the driving range on Thursday. So, in other words, if he had a late tea time on Thursday, and let's say his tea time was, you know, 1.30 in the afternoon, then he would have showed up at the driving range or the putting green to putt first. He would have showed up there at about 12 o'clock. And at, at, at you know, 12 o'clock on Thursday, that's when he's going to show up. So that, that's the time that we would practice on on Wednesday. It, was, it would be at 12 o'clock. If he was going to tee off at, at uh, you know, 8.30 in the morning on uh, Thursday, and he had an early tea time because it either goes early, late, or late early, you know, th- Thursday and Friday. That's how it goes. If he was going to tee off at 8.30 in the morning on uh, Thursday, then we would get to the driving range or the putting green uh, to warm up at uh, at 7 o'clock. And he would go through a warm-up routine just as if his practice routine would be just like a warm-up, just like, okay, this is what it's going to be like tomorrow when I warm up for the for the tournament. So I, I, I'm going to take you through that, that uh, what that warm-up routine uh, is for uh, a uh, – a, t- a top player. Well, I'll take I'll take you through what it is what it, what it was for Tiger Woods. How about that? We'll do that when we when we come back. Let me remind you to get your Voodoo pain relief cream, aches and pains, arthritis, joint pain, muscle soreness. It's the best for it. Try it. It's absolutely free. Free two week supply. All you got to do is go to voodoopainrelief.com and you can uh, right there on the page front page just uh, click on the box and you'll. Uh, get your free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream, and it'll help you. VoodooPainRelief.com. That's where you go. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) 
Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. All right, the morning of a tour event. This is a tour event, major championship, doesn't matter, all the same. Uh, now, I'm, let me take you through everything that's going to happen at the golf course. Now, generally at major championships, when it, when it was Tiger, he would have his physical therapist there. So he would get up, he might have a workout, and he would have stretching and massage, and that would all happen before his going to the golf course. So if he had an eight o'clock in the morning tea time, uh, and that means that eight o'clock in the morning tea time, he's going to be at the golf course probably at you know before seven uh, to do his routine, and that means that he's going to eat and get stretched and get uh, worked on with all the soft tissue work before uh, he, he leaves. So, I mean, his, his day might've started at, at, at like 5.30. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it, was a, it was a big day. I mean, there's no, there's no two ways about that. There's a lot of commitment to, I mean, he's not rolling out of bed and, and teeing it up, you know, at the U.S. Open. That's not, not the, the way, and especially at the 2008 U.S. Open, because I mean, that's when he had the, the, the knee and everything, and there's a lot of work to be done just to get him going every day to try to get the swelling out, keep the swelling down. Uh, a lot of massage, a lot, you know, a, a lot of uh, work to try to get the, get the strength okay, and, and you know, as best they could. So there was a, a, a lot of a lot of work. But once he got to the golf course, it was typically the same routine. Tiger would always go to the putting green first, and he would he would hit putts. And the first thing he would always start off with every time was he would uh, do his little drill. He calls it the gate drill. Uh, two tees, a tee on the outside of the putter, a tee on the inside of the putter, just enough room for the putter to pass through. He'd be three feet from the hole on as straight a putt as he could get. I mean, he'd, he'd hit a few putts until he found the exact spot three feet away that was straight in. And then he would practice that little gate drill, and he did 100 putts in a row, and he hit them just with one hand. He always felt like the putter, putter swung with his right hand, so he would hit like at least half of those first 100, and he'd putt till he hit 100 in a row, which you know was generally the first 100 he would hit. And, and he would, would hit those putts with one hand only, uh, you know, try swinging in between that gate, that little gate. Okay, make a gate, a T on the outside of the putter head, a T on the inside of the putter. You know, just just enough room for that putter head to pass through. I mean, you can barely see the space in between that putter, 
and the tees and one handed and never hit, never hit either tee. Never. I mean, it would never happen and make a hundred in a row, like every time, every day. <laughs> Amazing. I uh, used to watch that. And oftentimes I was the guy that fed the balls back to him. And I'm like, wow. I mean, it's just so consistent, so consistent. It's just uh, absolutely amazing. But to do that, and then after he got done with those those hundred putts, and that would you know that honestly that that would only take like maybe fifteen minutes max. Uh, and then you know he'd hit a few putts around the putting green, a few longer putts just to get the feel for the greens, and then it would be off to the uh, the practice range. And on the practice range, it was start off with the wedges first, like a 50, 60-yard shot. Once he, you know, he, he hit some of those, then he would would uh, lengthen it out with the, the, the sand wedge. And then, you know, short iron, maybe it was a nine iron, maybe it was a wedge, uh, maybe, you know, then an eight iron, you know, a seven, six iron, whatever. Uh, five fours, you know, uh, you know, a, a three wood uh, and driver, you know, and then then hit hit the driver, and then back down. Once he worked his way up to the driver, then he worked back down, and uh, you know, hit some more irons, and then the the last ball that he would hit, leaving the driving range, was always with whatever club he was going to use off of the first tee. This was something that was kind of, you know, unique about what he did. It was always whatever club he would use coming off the the the, uh, the first tee. So if the first tee, like at, at Torrey Pines for the uh, the the U.S. Open in 2008, you know, that that was, was a three-wood. He played three-wood off that tee. So the last ball he'd hit on the driving range would be a three-wood. If he was at Augusta, well, the last ball he'd hit on the driving range would be a, a, a driver. And he would, he would treat it just as if he was on the, the tee. So he'd put his club in the bag, head cover on the on the uh, the club, and then he would take his club out of the bag, uh, take the head cover off, hand the head cover to Stevie, uh, tee the ball up, stand behind it, approach every shot from behind, and treat it just like it was the first tee shot. And generally speaking, that he would always hit that shot perfect. I mean, pretty pretty much always hit it perfect. Now there was, you know, maybe once or twice. I don't know. Couldn't have happened very many times. It didn't. Where he it wasn't a good one, and he'd do another one. Uh, that was probably a little bit of a red flag. But that rarely ever happened. I mean, he would just generally hit that shot absolutely perfect. He did hit every shot perfect at the warm ups at the. Uh, Torrey Pines for the 2008 U.S. Open. And then, you know what? Double bogeyed, hit it left and double bogeyed the first hole uh, three out of four days. Never missed a shot on the driving range. Never hit one shot to the left. Got on the first tee and hit it left three three times. Man, alive. But th- but after that last uh, tee shot on the driving range, then he would go to the pitching area, chipping area, sand, hit some sand shots, some pitch shots uh, around the green. And uh, you know, chip shots, whatever shots you know, I thought he might might have, but always some pitches and always some sand shots, get a feel for the sand, and then to the putting green. And now, and since he'd already done his his, his putting routine, now it was more just long putts. You know, I mean, there he practiced some makeable ones too, but not a lot of those. You know, makeable putt, eight to fifteen foot range, not a lot of those. Most of it would be the longer putts to get the feel for the the speed, and then from there it was uh, straight to the to the practice tee, and it was the most anticipated uh, time. You know that there that there was because it was a major championship. 
And, you know, whenever any player I taught went to a major championship, <laughs> after practicing for a week or eight or 10 days before the major, I thought, oh, my gosh, is this tournament ever going to start? And then you get to the major championship and, you you know, you got three or four days there practicing. And then finally, finally, you get to tee it up on on, on Thursday. And that's when all the pressure was because uh, the Thursday you know, like I said before, uh, that's, you know, you can't win on Thursday, but you can lose and you you want to get off to a, a good start. So that's the one thing I always look for at all tournaments, but especially major championships and especially, especially at the U.S. Open, like at uh, at Torrey Pines this week. I mean, that's the, that's the thing I look for. You know, you got, you got to get off to a start. Now, you know, Torrey Pines, you know, it's three par fives. So, you know, I give you half a chance if you don't get off to a good start to maybe do something. But but if you're going to do it, 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 you know, if you're going to do it, it better, it better be on on, uh, on Thursday and, and or Friday. Because if you wait too long, you're not catching up. There's no catching up at U.S. Opens. It just it rarely, if ever, happens. Uh, it's happened before, but it rarely, rarely happens. you got to get off to a start. And, uh, you know, by the time you get to the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, that golf course is going to get a lot harder. Just always does. The pressure, uh, the pin placements, the setup, the whole thing. You know, the the, the green's getting firmer, faster. I mean, the USG jacking around the course like they do. So you, you got you to gotta make it happen on Thursday or Friday. That's the round. The, the, the Thursday round uh, where you, you know, you feel like, you know what, I, I, I can't win it today, but I can lose it. That's the round that, that matters. You got to get off to a good start. You just absolutely have to get off to a good start. The U S open. All right. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Hank Haney, email your questions and comments to Hank Haney golf at outlook.com. If you got anything you'd like me to talk about that you haven't heard me cover, that's the place to send me the, the message. Hank any golf at outlook.com. Uh, hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app. Get your free Voodoo Pain Relief Cream at voodoopainrelief.com. Uh, get your free subscription to my emails at haneyuniversity.com, my uh, instructional videos. And uh, we will talk to you again tomorrow on the Hank Any Podcast. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you then. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 